Hey, welcome to Chaos in the Attic. I'm your host, Noor. I'm here to share all things that go on in my head, from thoughts to my opinions on things that I feel should be talked about and things that are just not addressed at all. I know we all have thoughts that we feel are not discussed, and I'm here to hopefully express some of those thoughts that you're having. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's get chaotic. Hello and welcome to Chaos in the Attic or welcome back to Chaos in the Attic. I hope this episode finds you happy, healthy, well, surrounded by all the love, wonders, and magic that the world has to offer. I have a very, very special guest today, Leah. Leah is a human design expert and if anyone knows anything about me, it's the fact that I really do love astrology. And although astrology and human design are different, they're also very similar in ways which we explore in this episode and you'll hear all about it if you stay tuned and i just loved how informative this episode is if you know anything about human design you know how complicated or how complex it is and there's just so many things to explore within just certain aspects of it so we try to cover as much as possible in this episode And we also talk about how you can explore human design yourself. And I also hope to have Leah back on to explore my personal chart. So stay tuned to that if you are interested. But truly, 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 human design is something that I really use as a tool in my own life to help me and inform me on how to make decisions and how to just best be myself because there are so many things in it that personally I'm like you know that literally is me and it kind of gives me validation to just accept that and to embrace that part of me even though no one really needs validation to be whatever they need to be but it's just nice to have something confirm what I already know about myself or how I already am and then have that just be validated. So in that way, I really love human design and I know that you're going to love this episode. If you don't know anything about human design, I'm sure you're going to you're going to find something useful in this episode and I'm pretty sure that once you do listen to this episode, you're going to want to dive into your own human design journey because trust me, once you go down that rabbit hole, you kind of get stuck there and you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. But anyways, enjoy this episode because truly I absolutely loved connecting with Leah and absolutely loved recording this podcast episode with her. I love your page. Your page is like so aesthetically appealing. I'm like always looking at it and I just love how yeah and i love how you just make human design so much more simple because it's obviously very complex and there's like so much to explore with it but yeah so why don't you start by introducing yourself and telling us what you do so um so hi i'm leah i'm a human design reader and a spiritual coach and i've been doing human design for uh, quite a few years. I've been in my human design journey since 2017. I found human design listening to a podcast. So like, uh, actually it's funny because I was just on the phone earlier today with three other human design readers and we're like, we call it like our hype squad, human design hype squad. And we were um, chatting about like how we each got into human design. And it was so funny because I think three out of the four of us found human design by listening to a podcast. And we all have very similar journeys, but my specific journey was, yeah, listening to, I believe it was that so retrograde. And uh, I joke that astrology is sort of the gateway drug into human design. So um, yeah, I was kind of listening to that podcast, which does touch on astrology quite a bit. And I actually don't even think they're a podcast anymore. I think they like stopped recording last year, but they... um, yeah, so I, I found human design and totally fell in love just because of the way that it combines so many other modalities. So human design is a combination of the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah Tree of Life, quantum physics, genetics, and all of these amazing modalities. And um, 
they're sort of all combined into human design. And so when I heard about it, I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't done this quiz yet. Like, and I've always been someone very much into the personality tests and, you know, I know my strengths finder and I knew my Enneagram and I knew my Myers-Briggs and my love languages. And so I've always sort of been on this like self-development, self-help journey. And so learning um, or hearing about human design, it just sparked my interest naturally. And um, what I really liked about it once I started to dive in, um, I was like, okay, it's super cool. It combines sort of this mystical woo-woo world with more grounded and scientific, um, you know, structure. And it's not super scientific. Like I, I have to use that vaguely. Like it's not that someone has done like extensive research and have proved that this is the system, but really I like to remind everyone that there is nothing that anyone has been able to prove scientifically, like no religion or, um, you know, modality really, uh, to be so true. But I will say that I find human design to be the most like accurate personality test, if you will. And I think it's really powerful because it is like, and I've joked before, like astrology or, uh, human design is, is like astrology and Enneagram had a baby. And it's because it feels like a personality test, but it's also got this like mystical aspect to it. And so, um, yeah, so I found human design then and fell so in love, started studying. Um, actually, this was 2017 when I found it. And a couple years later, I decided that um, I was going to dig a little bit deeper. Actually, right when the pandemic hit in 2020, I had a moment where I like revisited human design and I signed up for my first reading. I totally fell in love with it in this reading that I had. And then like I told the girl who did my, my first reading that I wanted to be a human design reader. And so it was great because she really structured the session around like learning it, which actually, and we'll get into this later, but um, my profile in human design, I have a one and ones tend to love investigating things and researching and so I, like, it was cool because the way she described it and how she was really teaching me along the way excited me because I was really interested. And if she didn't do that, I was going to be Googling while she was talking to me because I was just so obsessed. And I bought the definitive book of human design and I just threw myself into it. And I, I've told people this before and I wish I had the evidence, but I can't go that back this far in my text messages. But I texted my boyfriend um, at the time, we're still together. But I texted him and I said, I, I am going to be doing something that's about to take over my entire life and like buckle up. Here we go. Like there's something that I'm like very interested in. And I think it's like, it's, I've never felt so like purposeful in my life. And he's like, okay, but I wouldn't tell anyone what it was because I'm one of those people that, and maybe you're like this, where I don't like to um, tell people my plans until I'm doing it. So I think my roommate at the time that I was studying human design, but she didn't know what human design was. So it didn't even matter when I told people because no one had any clue what I was talking about. But with the, you know, the pandemic hitting and I was working from home and I had tons of free time. My, my boyfriend's actually a nurse. So he was like, we couldn't even see each other because he was like, you know, they just didn't know what COVID was at the time. So he was like literally living in his parents' camper because he worked in like the COVID unit with patients. So we weren't seeing each other wasn't seeing friends and so I just immersed myself and after doing that for so long I finally announced maybe well so I ended up doing a training and learning more formally and I actually didn't love the training I did so I ended up doing tons of self-study which as I mentioned I have this one line in my um, human design profile which makes me really good at self-study and investigating and diving really deep into things so that worked out for me and then I, uh, yeah, so I announced that I was kind of doing this little thing on the side. All my friends were cheering me on because they're, they're like, this is so you. You've always been. I have my Zodiac sign tattooed on my neck. I have a moon on my wrist. Like, that's just like me. Like, I'm always into spiritual things. And so, um, so yeah, so then I started doing human design in 2020, giving readings on the side. And then I, I actually just stepped into fully um kind of fully into my business in um, March of this past year, or this, you know, this past March. So it hasn't been very long that I've been doing it full time, but I've been doing readings um, and sessions for a couple of years now. Oh, that's incredible. Um, but yeah, so it's been a really fun 
journey. And so I guess for your question of who am I, yeah, I'm Leah and I've been doing human design for a while and that's how I got into it. And I guess some other tidbits, which I kind of mentioned along the way, like I live in um, Southern California and I'm dating uh, the love of my life, which I mentioned a little bit. And we have a dog, his name is Gus Gus. He's a Frenchie pug. And yeah, I'm on Instagram at the design of you and I share everything human design related there. And I absolutely, it's just my purpose and my passion sort of flowing out of me on Instagram because I have so much fun talking about human design and spirituality. It's, it's my jam. I love that. And I love how while you're talking through this all, you're just radiating and you're like literally <laughs> just so it's like, it's so evident that you're so excited about this work. And I just love that. And I think that what you said, something you said was that I think is really important is the fact that you had kind of someone who guided you through like the person who read your first human design chart that's like what really sparked your interest and I think it is really important to find people in general that are going to spark like not necessarily spark your interest into doing something but that are as passionate as you are for what you're looking into because if they're not then it's just gonna drive you away and yeah, yeah I think that was really important yeah, and I totally agree with that, too, and it really did was kind of like one of those moments where um, I, I, well, and I think in life we tend to, I have, a, I have a strong belief that if we can get very clear on what we want in life and where we want to go, we tend to get there quickly or quote-unquote manifest, and I think looking back, that was one of those moments where there was nothing else that could have been in my way. Like I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And I think by simply, you know, stating that and letting the uh, girl that I that did, did my reading with know that that's what I wanted to do, it really worked out in my favor. And I think that and a lot of times in my life, even now, we struggle a lot with figuring out where we want to go and how much can get in the way of that. And because I think sometimes we're afraid to be so definite and I think some of this are some of us are better at this than others, um, especially like even based on your design. Some of us have a tendency to be more like curious and want to try a bunch of different things and struggle to niche down versus others. But I really do think that once we can figure out where exactly we want to go, um, life tends to give us those opportunities and we tend to find them quicker and, and get to that place because we're so crystal clear on exactly what we want. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's just like, just diving in and like I guess like ignoring the outside noise to ju and just being like okay no this is what I'm gonna do and it's scary obviously but just going straight ahead into it well mm -hmm. we're talking a lot about human design so what <laughs> exactly is human design and how does it differentiate from the an enneagram I'm so bad at pronouncing it <laughs> enneagram I suck at saying yeah. certain like, things sometimes. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Myers Bridge and the astrology and astrological reading. How does human design differentiate from all of those? Yeah, so I mentioned it's sort of a combination of a bunch of different things. And what's really cool is that by being a combination of a bunch of different things, there's actually so much power in knowing about those other modalities. So as I mentioned, you know, human design is sort of like this gateway, or sorry, astrology is sort of this gateway drug into human design, and that's because astrology is a piece of human design, and so is the chakra system, and the Kabbalah, the gene keys, which is, you know, kind of like related to the Chinese I Ching, and all of these things, and so what makes it different is that, so, so actually I'll start with what makes it similar, so based on the time that you're born, um, you can go on my website, it's thedesignofyou.com slash get-your-chart. Um, you can look up your human design chart, and when you do that, it'll pull up this thing called a body graph. And um, similar to astrology, like in astrology, you do the same thing. You'll go to someone's site, you can you know, type in your birth information, and then your natal chart pulls up. And so it's very similar, and there are tons of human design readers that are like astro human design readers, or they kind of do a little mix of both. I'm just a human design reader. Um, I can bring a flavor of astrology though, because I do know quite a bit about that. But um, 
what your human design body graph does differently is because it has pieces of like the chakra system, it sort of combines how these things intertwine. So when we look up your body graph, it's made up of all of these shapes and all of the shapes are connected by what you um, have described as maybe like lines. And then you'll notice there are these columns on each side of your chart and they have all these numbers and there's these planet symbols and and then there's these decimal points and there's certain things that are one color versus the other. And so there's a lot of different things to look at. And it's like, you know, when you look at a natal chart, like an astrological natal chart, there's oftentimes so many different symbols and things and it's very confusing. And the body graph can be like that too. It can be super confusing when you first kind of get into it. But really what makes it different is the what you learn specifically. So based on your human design chart, everyone has an energy type. So there are five. You can be a generator, which is the most common type. I'm a generator. Those listening that know what human design is, I'm a 5-1 pure or sacral generator. And um, the second most common type is called a manifesting generator. The third most common type is called a projector. And then the Fourth most common type is a manifester, but it's only about like three to 5% of the population. And then 1% of the population is what we call reflector. So they're a little bit more rare. And so based on the time that you're born, that'll calculate, um, that'll tell you what your energy type is. You can do that on my website. And so when we look at the, um, when we look at your like energy type, that tells us how you operate in the world. So everyone has something called a strategy. And our strategy is really how we interact with the universe, how we interact with the world, how we like interact with people. And your strategy, and this is why human design can get confusing and really astrology too, if we're breaking it down into a broader terms. Like there's some of the, t the terminology can get very confusing. And so your strategy simply says like, how do I, like what's the strategy like for me? Like what's my strategy for how I, work in the world what's my strategy for how i operate and so it can be it's different based on your energy type and so for me i'm as a generator i am um, someone who's meant to respond my strategy is to respond to life and there's ways that you do this and some people are meant to wait for people to invite them projectors specifically they're wait they're meant to wait for people to um, invite them in or recognize them or as i like to say compliment them and manifestors are meant to inform people like inform them where they're going and what they have going on and reflectors are meant to wait a full lunar cycle which is like a 28 day um, moon cycle and so that kind of sounds confusing at first but really what it means is like generator specifically going back to my design like i have a very strong gut feeling i have a very strong sacral center your sacral center is matched to like the chakra system and so if you look at your human design body graph it's the second square from the bottom and that sacral center is that gut feeling. And so I'm supposed to respond based on my, that gut, responding to like how my body is reacting, which is sort of like that gut feeling. And that's something I'm meant to do. Manifesting generators are actually meant to operate that way too. Do you know what your human design is? Yeah, I'm a generator. You're a generator. Okay, yeah. cool. So we're, we're just talking about generators a little bit here. So yeah. that, that works out nicely. Um, so sorry i'm like trying to like this is the kombucha that fell Aww. and i'm like trying to make sure it's like safe not yeah um anyway so the so we all have that strategy and then there is our authority and our authority and our strategy are sort of in a marriage and the authority is really this intuition it's another word for your inner compass it's the way that we make decisions so we're able to look inside of ourselves and say okay this is how I can make a decision. Um, and this is the one thing that I can always trust. And so this one's a little bit more unique based on what things you have colored in or not colored in in your chart. And for me, I kind of mentioned I'm a pure or sacral generator. And that's because all generators have a sacral center defined. And that is actually where my authority lies. Um, some people could be like emotional um, generators. Do you know what yours is? Are you a, an emotional? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Okay. Okay. Very cool. So if you're a generator, you can either be emotional or non-emotional. Um, and so by being non-emotional like I am, I'm a pure sacral generator. And so, um, yeah, that means I have a very strong gut feeling. And that's my inner compass. Your inner compass isn't actually your sacral center. By being an emotional, yours is your solar plexus center, which means your intuition is actually your emotion. So like 
you have to feel the full spectrum of emotions before making decisions. So that's where your intuition lies. Now, some people have what we call splenic authority, and that's all based on their instincts. They're supposed to really tune into how their instincts feel about something, which can come really fast, and they have to be open and receptive to hearing that. Some people have to use their voice. They have to literally work with, like, talk to people and use them as a sounding board when making decisions, and that's their intuition. Some people have very strong willpower, and some people actually are supposed to use their mind. They're more like mental, um, mental authority, which that's their mental projectors, um, and they're meant to be in the right environments that you know spark different things within them and. So there's different things that people have, and reflectors have no inner authority. They actually don't have a strong intuition, and they're supposed to, as I mentioned earlier, with their strategy is like follow the moon cycles and really be in touch with decisions over a while and give themselves lots of time. So what human design tells us that's different than an astrological reading is um, it really tells you how to tap into your energy, your energy type, how to interact in the world, how to make decisions according to the way that you um, energetically flow and how to get into alignment and how to find your intuition. And it, and it's nice because there's kind of tools within the system. So everyone has something called a signature theme and a not self theme and your signature and not self theme are basically the feelings that come up when you're out of alignment or in alignment. So um, for you and I, for, for any, anyone that's a generator or a manifesting generator, our signature theme is satisfaction. So Anytime we feel really satisfied in life, that's an indication that we're in alignment. And if we're frustrated, frustration is our not self theme, that's an indication that we're out of alignment. And so that's that. And just to give you an example what the other people or the other energy types are, so projectors, their um, signature theme is, is more of like a successful feeling. So anytime they feel very successful, that's their indication they're in alignment. And they're, if they're out of alignment, it's bitterness. Manifestors, it's peace. So when they feel peaceful and calm, they're in alignment. And then when they feel angry, anger is their not selfie. And then reflectors, there's a surprise and disappointment. So when they feel very surprised in life, that's an indication that they're in alignment. And then when they feel disappointed, that means they're out of alignment. So it's sort of like, it, I love human design because then it gives us these tools and then it goes even deeper, right? There's so many layers to it. And then there's a whole layer that goes over our gifts, which are actually our channels. So we all have defined consistent channels within our system. And these channels tell us like our core gifts that we carry. So in my graph, for example, like I have the channel called the beat, which is someone who's really good at like really the, it's called the marketing channel, like really good at marketing and really good at um, being like a tastemaker and, and just really good at selling an idea and getting people excited about it. And that's something that I carry in my design. Um, of, of course, like I have other channels as well, but that's just to give you an example. Um, yeah. And then based on like what centers we have colored in or not, there's even deconditioning themes. And when I say deconditioning, it means like where I should say maybe just conditioning themes where we've been conditioned over time. So I can see, okay, where someone is maybe like picking up energy from other people. And then that's um, getting them further away from who they truly are. And so we talk about deconditioning, like how can we get back to exactly who we were meant to be and get rid of all the things that we've sort of picked up along the way that aren't correct for us. Okay, I mean... <laughs> so yeah, so it's kind of a lot, right? Yeah. And I even forgot to mention, there's even this thing called the profile, which I said earlier, I'm a 5-1. What's yours? Do you know what yours is? 4-6. You're a 4-6. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so your profile is like your personality. And I actually say that that's where the astrology starts to come in, but that's like your personality type. And that is also really fun because in, like human design can be really fun. It's very useful. You, we see it used a lot in relationships. I do tons of relationship readings and I actually at one point was specializing in that. Um, and, you know, we work one-on-one -on -one with people talking about purpose and helping them uncover what they're meant to do in life. Um, you see human design used in team settings. So people will use it at work or with executive like leadership coaching. I've seen a lot of human design readers doing work in that space. Um, you know, parent sessions, even like business, like that's a big topic right now. I've seen a lot of like human design readers that also specialize in 
like business energetics and helping people learn how to operate their business in accordance to how they are designed. So yeah, there's a lot of opportunity for um, human design to be used in a lot of different ways. I want to get into like the more details of like this, like what the open center is and things like that. But before I want to ask, so like, for example, in terms of like, there's a generator, the manifester, manifesting generator and the rest. Um, Like, are there job titles that are more specific towards each type? Or is it just more of a, like, this is how you should approach your job or your career or whatever you're doing? Do you mean job titles like, do you see generators who are better like lawyers or that type of thing? Yeah. No, actually not. That's something I get asked a lot of the time. And I do career sessions with people where we focus on, I would say I honestly should rename them to purpose sessions because it's really helping people get more in touch with their purpose and where they're meant to go in life. And um, no, there isn't like one thing. And that's that's really hard. And, and I, I, it's, it's, it's sad that there's not like a, I mean, there are tons of personality tests out there that can help you sort of get in touch with like jobs. That would be great. But I will always go back to what I mentioned earlier, the strategy and authority, which is simply like tapping into your intuition, like intuitively, like what feels like the right fit for you or the right job for you and how can you do more of the things that really light you up i wish i could literally look up your chart and say wow like you should be a teacher or you should be a doctor you'd be a great actress like unfortunately it's not so black and white in that way but it's all about like your intuition and what how you should use that to get in alignment and naturally fall into the right path of whatever career that is that um is meant for you so No, there isn't one specific thing, but I will say that there are things that I tend to see within people's body graphs that I can see that they're better at. I mentioned I have that, um, the channel of the B, which is like the two to 14 connection. And, you know, that's a marketing channel. So like, if I see that in someone, I'm like, oh, you'd be really great at sales or marketing. Um, Another channel that I have, I see tons of people who are really great with sales who have the, um, the channel of the transmitter, which is one that I have as well. And so I've seen people who are really good at sales who have that. I've never been good at sales. Uh, That's not for me, but I do have that channel. Um, I've also seen, for example, going back to sales, like people who have an undefined cheese center, which is like the diamond center in the middle, but that's white. I I think people who have that white tend to be really good at sales because they're really good at identifying with people. Now that's not to say if you have that defined, you wouldn't be good at sales. So it's really hard And this is the thing, like human design is such a synthesis. And I actually ranted about this on my Instagram story. I think it was about a week ago where I was doing a reading with someone and she was really deep into her human design journey. And she was like kind of looking up her human design and trying to fit herself into this box of like what her design told her that she should be, who she really felt like she was. And I had to remind her that just because like you want it's a synthesis, you can't just read about the fact that I have this one channel. So I'm meant to be like really good at marketing essentially, but that I have all of these other parts about my design. So there's sort of a hierarchy to what things are more important and then how they all lean on each other. So there's a full synthesis. So it's really challenging without having, you know, a reading done by a professional to know exactly how you were designed because sure you can look up, okay, I'm a generator. So this means this thing and I have gate five. So that means this and I have gate 32. So this means that And you can sort of read all these little tidbits, but they'll start to contradict each other. So it's really important that you have a synthesis to understand the importance of certain pieces. And so, yeah, so there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I mean, I, there's something called our incarnation cross, which is our energetic purpose, but that still doesn't tell us like specifically what you should be doing other than like, so mine's the left angle cross of defiance. And it means I'm meant to defy the odds. And I meant to go against the status quo. And I do that. I've done that in my careers. I've done that throughout my life. And I have done a reading one time. This was one of my most profound, I think, sessions that I had was um, I I did a reading with a girl and she she was in her doctorate uh, learning Spanish. And she had this dream of opening this school. And she had this passion for 
understanding um, or really changing the way that we currently, our school systems operate in the United States. And, you know, she felt like we're just really missing the mark. And I think a lot of people would agree with that and how people are like, should be taught in different ways. And it was so funny because then we look at her incarnation cross and it was, um, I can't remember if it was the right angle or left angle, but she was, it was all about the, uh, it was like the right angle cross of industry and, or, or sorry, institutions. And she was literally meant to like reinstitutionalize, change institutions. And like, it was crazy because, you know, you could read that and go like, what does that mean? And that could probably show up in a lot of different ways, but the way it was so funny because it was like this profound moment that as we got to her incarnation cross, and there's like 400 variations of the incarnation cross. So that's why I was like, wait a minute, which one is it? I like have to like always reference them when I do a reading because they're really hard to memorize. But um, she, yeah, she, it was just so profound. She was like, that's literally what we just talked about for the past hour about how she wants to like change these school systems. And our whole incarnation cross was about like changing the way that institutions are built. Oh, I love that. So, <laughs> so it's hard to say, like, it won't tell you what profession you should go into, but it's almost like the way that you show up in the world, which can be, which can be applied in a lot of places. Honestly, firstly, that story just gave me chills because I just love hearing when people like are in sync with what they're literally designed to do. And then also, I just do think that that makes human design more, more approachable, more realistic and less restrictive when there is no specifics like that because when you look at astrology for example they'll tell you oh if you're this sign then these are the jobs that you should do so and then you're like oh well i don't resonate with that so this is just bs and it just doesn't make sense so i do yeah. think that in that in a sense it's just more realistic and more easy to approach it in that way yes exactly and i think like it's all about and i, I like to remind people like take what makes sense and leave what doesn't and and what i mean by that is like we there are so many amazing tools out here and human design is one that has totally aligned so close to my heart and i think it's so beneficial but there are so many tools out there that can help you and they're meant to empower you right like whether you choose astrology as that modality or you choose um you know like therapy or something out like something more traditional and really like they're all meant to be very you know helpful tools and we shouldn't we shouldn't like put ourselves in some box because something says that we should be this way or that way it's just supposed to be a tool of empowerment so how can we um how can we take what really resonates and takes what take what really like helps me in my life and apply that and i also want to note because i've heard this before people have said like human designs against my religion or I heard that human design was a cult before and I want to remind everyone that it's not a religion at all like it's not a faith like I was born Catholic and like have gone to church my whole life and I'm still like a huge believer in God and like randomly there are like trolls on the internet that will show up in like the comment section and I'm like I don't think you know what human design is like it's a tool of empowerment and really all it asks you to do is to experiment like it literally and that like experiment sometimes sounds a little bit creepy, but it really just means that you're meant to experiment with this tool and like see if it works. So, okay, like we talked about your strategy and authority. So like for us, um, we'll talk about yours actually. So if you are a four or six emotional generator, like, okay, so when you are interacting with the world, you're meant to respond. And if your um, authority or your intuition is your emotions, okay, so when you have decisions, big or small, tuning into those emotions. So one, if you're in an emotional high, cause you ride this emotional wave um, and someone comes to you and they're like, oh my God, like, do you want to go do this thing next weekend? And you're like having the best day ever. It might be important for you to be like, give me a minute, like, let me think about this because you might be in such an emotionally amazing place, but like it might, like that might not be something that you actually wanted to do. Just like everything was like a yes in that moment. And um, same goes too, where, like if you're an emotionally like low place, like maybe you're having like a bad day and you don't feel good and you're like mad about something and someone asks you something, you may respond in an incorrect way if you don't tune into those emotions. So it's super important for someone like you to ride the wave of your emotions and to make sure that you've sort of gotten to this like neutral, emotionally neutral or transparent place before deciding. And maybe you were at that place when someone came to you with a decision, it still might be beneficial for you to say, hey, um, 
that does sound great, but give me, can I just like have, let me get back to you tomorrow because I just want to like make sure that that works out for me or whatever. And you just kind of want to feel through, like feel, you feel the spectrum of like that, that thing or the situation or this decision and then respond accordingly and say, you know, that sounds great. And I think what's very confusing for someone like you who has emotional authority, because you read about generators probably all the time and they're like, oh my God, if it's a hell yes, or if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. And when you have emotional authority, that advice almost doesn't apply to you because it sort of is like putting a shadow over that sacral center. You can't get to your gut feeling until you've worked through those emotions. So you have to work through that. um, Like that can take five minutes or five years, like whatever timeline, but you have to work through those emotions first before getting to that gut feeling. So say you become emotionally transparent and you're like, okay, this, I'm still kind of unsure. That's usually when that gut kicks in. And that can be like that hell yes or that hell no, but you're not going to get there until you felt through that spectrum. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And literally I was like talking about this a couple of days ago as like, I think the past month I'm really taking the time to make a decision. Like, I feel like, I don't know why I put like all this pressure on myself that I need to make a decision right here, right now in this moment, like as if I'm on some type of deadline and I'm like, no, you can chill. You know that your emotions are not the best right now or you're in a, an emotional weird state. That's just, you can take time. You don't need to make a decision right now because I end up regretting it or something ends up happening. So yeah, I definitely resonate with that a lot. Yeah, and so there's, so that's kind of like how it works. And that's, and so when I tell people like, just experiment with your human design, it's okay, so that's the way that I make decisions. How about for the next week or two weeks, I'm going to literally trust that and, um, you know, practicing that signature and not self-theme. So when have I felt really satisfied in the past week? When have I felt really frustrated and really tapping into when those feelings come up? Because those are your little indicators that you're in alignment or not. And so just experimenting with that. And then when we talk about like these core gifts that we all carry in the gates and Um, you know, the variations of the gates and what planets they fall in. There's so much there to look at and like the transits that are happening, which is another piece that you don't hear a lot of other people talking about. But these are all very important aspects to how our design works and that we can really tap into to, um, you know, experiment with this system being like helpful to us. And if it's like, if it's not working for you and if it's not helpful, then like, okay, so be it. But I've never met anyone that it's not helpful for. So I'm just going to leave that little nugget there. But um, so yeah, so it's, it's pretty crazy how um, you you get all sorts of stuff on the internet. But I I like to remind people that it's really just a self help self empowerment tool. And it's meant to be um, really helpful and, you know, take what you love and leave what you don't like with anything, like even what the advice your doctor gives you, like, yeah, they're professional, but take what they tell you and leave what doesn't resonate. Like we all know ourselves best, right? Like we all have an intuition. We all know ourselves better than anyone. So let's just trust that. Yeah. And so like no one's forcing you to do anything. So yeah. Yeah. But let's, I feel like let's talk about like what, what exactly are open centers? What are the lines? What are the numbers? What are the authority types? What does that all mean? (laughs) Okay. So those of you listening, if you're driving, you'll have to replay this or if you can memorize your body graph which maybe you haven't memorized then think of it this way but i would pull up your chart and the first thing actually let me pull mine up here so what you want to look at is what we call our you know our body graph and you'll type in your birth information you have this this you know little graph that comes up of all of these shapes and lines and we mentioned there's columns on each side and um it's funny because I recently, actually, this wasn't recently, one of the first readings I did like a year ago, someone was like, it looks like a guitar. And I have never, like that has stuck with me for so long now. But so, yeah, so if you look at your chart, a center is any of the shapes. So these are energy centers, they match the chakra system. So like solar plexus and um, but there is actually a difference in human design, there are nine centers versus um, seven centers and so in the chakra system they talk about like seven center beings and we're actually nine center beings which there's a whole I'm not going to get into it but there's a whole like really cool story about that but anywho so your center is depending on um, which one is colored in or not colored in this will tell you an energy theme and then there's within these shapes there are numbers and the numbers are sort of like 
they add to the theme of the um, the entire design. So instead of like, so for example, like if we look at the solar plexus center, which is that right hand triangle that's sort of sideways, and there's gate six, 49, uh, 37, 22, 36, 30, 55. And all of these gates sort of have an energy around like the emotions and what they kind of add a flair to what the center en encompasses. So all of the centers are energy themes and I'll actually go through each one. So that one's the solar plexus, which is like all about your emotions and, um, you know, passion and romance and, um, yeah, sort of like how you feel about things. And then if we go over to the one in the middle, this is uh, the sacral center. So it's the, it's the square that's right next to it, but not the most bottom square, the one right above that. This is the sacral center. This is the generator motor. It's vital energy, the life force, sexuality, fertility. Um, and then we'll actually go to the square below that. And this is the root center. And the root center is drive, ambition. It's like pressure adrenaline worry and it's kind of like you know like I always kind of joke it's like the root that's like you know going upwards it's like this pressure center and driving up and then going now to this triangle on the left hand side that's sideways that's the spleen center and the spleen is all about like your well-being your intuition instinct survival immune system and then we go up to the diamond in the middle which is called the G center and also is coined as the identity center this is um, all about like identity, love, direction, where you're going. The small little baby triangle kind of next to that um, above the solar plexus, this is called the heart center, also coined as the ego center. It's all about willpower, egoism, self-worth. Then the throat center, which is right in the area where the throat is, it's that square. This is the area for communication, manifestation, um, you know, energy expression, outlet, speaking, doing. Then the one above that is the Ajna Center, also called the mind. And it's that upside down triangle. This is the area for thoughts, opinions, conceptualization, ideas, um, being very like open or closed minded. Then the head center right above that, the farthest to the top um, most center, that triangle is called the head center or also coined as the crown center, which is like the crown chakra. Um, and this is like inspiration, confusion, mental pressure, doubt, questioning, third eye. These all actually map to um, areas within the body. So like this center is like the pineal gland and the mind center is like the brain, right? The throat is the throat. Um, and so they all, in like the sacral center, I mentioned sexuality, like your sex organs. And so all of these, the heart center matches your heart. They all like sort of match to different areas within the body. And now looking at then these like numbers that are within them. So if you actually look at each of the columns on each there's side. All, so if you look on each side, you'll see there's all of these numbers. And within the numbers, there's like a decimal point, but all of the numbers actually translate into the body graph. So um, you'll see like if there's one number on one side, it's also in your body graph as just like that simple number by itself. And there'll be one color or another. If it's on... Um, like if you're on my website, for example, the color on the uh, right hand side, which is more of like your conscious aspects of your design, those are more in like a light pink. And if you're looking at more of the subconscious part of your design, those are more in like a lighter blue. And those that has a degree of like how something shows up in your chart, but um, all of those then translate into those colors in your body graph. So like if something's in pink, you'll see it in like a pink line. If it's something's in blue, it'll be in a blue line. And the, the colors are different depending on what website you look at. But if you're at mine, that's what they look at. Or that's what they look like. And so all of the lines are, they're called gates. And if a line connects to another line, it's called a channel. Um, and I, they're actually not lines. I want to be actually very clear about that because something else in human design is called lines. They're called gates. So the numbers are gates, and if two numbers connect, they form a channel. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so are the gates like the the like the lines going down, like connecting to like the the chakra points, like the the main channel? So yeah. you'll see in like some of your centers, there are just like there'll be a number that's like colored in, and it'll have just a line coming out, and that's just a gate. 
Now, if you see that the it's connected all the way to another line that's con that's off of another center or shape or chakra system uh, <laughs> or chakra point, there kind that's what a channel that's how a channel is formed. Okay. So it's like when you see that full line and there's two centers colored in, there's a channel in between there. But then, like a channel is made up of two gates. So, for example, like I have. The 44 to 26 channel but I just have gate 44 and I just have gate 26 but since they connect I also have this full channel so this is like a huge energy theme in my design okay. um, but by themselves I still have a flare of that energy as just the gate okay yeah that makes sense yeah yeah but then you know we go a bit deeper where depending on where the gate falls within a planetary placement you know that's where some of the astrology comes in that has a play and then these decimal point numbers are called lines. So like you can have like a 50.1 or a 3.1 or a 44.2. And these, these decimal point numbers add another flavor. They can be one through six. So there's 64 gates, but each gate has six variations. Wow. So it's very complicated. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's like, but I love that. I love that it's so complicated because it's just, it makes you want to explore it more. It makes it just makes it like not as simple as oh you're just a generator or you're just this like there's just so much to it and you can have like 10 hundred different people who are generators that will all function or like have different traits in them different gates yeah, and yeah i love that <laughs> yeah and then the profile which we mentioned which is really cool if you look at the top two squares on um, each side with the sun symbol the decimal point numbers so the one in the pink or on the right side that decimal point number um, over the one on the left side, that decimal point number, if you like just literally put them over top of each other, so they're kind of like, so mix them up, um, that's where you get your profile. So like yours will have a, whatever your sun number is, and pink will be a point four, and then in the other side, which is blue on my site, will be a point six. So that's why you're a four six. Okay, that So makes that's sense. where the lines come in, which is related to the I Ching okay well, yeah <laughs> it's a lot i feel like i feel like you can just have like a whole like i can have a whole episode just on like one specific thing on human design but like we're going over it all right now so <laughs> it's a lot to take in um yeah, yeah. well i want to ask um mm -hmm. how can people i guess use human design like where can You've mentioned your site that they can get a reading there. Are there any free tools that they can get like a reading or is it just you need a human design reader to get that reading done? Um, what was that first part? Is there any what specifically? Are there any like um, like the charts, like where can people find charts and how can they like, because I know that a lot of some websites will make you pay. How Are there any free tools for like readings and things like that? Yeah, so if you go to my website, literally to generate your chart, just to pull it up and learn what your human design energy type is, your strategy, authority, signature theme, not self theme, what defined centers you have and channels and all of the gates and um, even what environments you do best in. I didn't even get down that whole rabbit hole, how you digest <laughs> little nuggets, your incarnation cross. These are all listed on my site for free. It's a totally free resource. Um, there's tons of them out on the internet. Um, but yeah, you can just go to the designofyou.com and that'll direct you right there. And um, if you want to learn more, once you sort of look it up, and as I mentioned, having the full synthesis is, I think, really crucial. I do readings. Uh, I have several openings next week still um, and into July. So if you're looking to, uh, or whenever, I don't know when this will be uh, live. So I have, I will have openings throughout the summer, but I do 16-minute readings, I do relationship readings, I mentioned career or purpose sessions, and I just do guidance sessions. If you've had a human design reading before and you just need some help with an area in your life, I do those as well. Um, I do also have a resource available if, if you're not ready to take the step into having a full-blown reading where you can, um, you can basically give me your birth information and I will put together a chart summary, and a chart summary is basically everything about your design typed up for you in a beautiful PDF and sent to you within a week or two. And so you'll have that 
So that's another resource. And then, um, yeah, I sell spiritual um, human design merchandise. So uh, tons of fun things coming in that department. So if you want to show off your energy type, you'll be able to do that. And um, what else do I do? I also mentor future human design readers if anyone's interested in becoming a reader. And I do have a full coaching program that I work one-on-one with people, which is all about living your design and getting into alignment. And I have so many fun things in the works that I can't wait for everyone to see. So you will be able to get involved in some of that fun goodness. That's amazing. I didn't know that you did coaching as well, which I was going to ask, like if people were interested in how, like what would you suggest for them to like how to learn more about human design? But yeah, you're a great resource. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, totally like follow my page at the design of you. I mean, there's tons of amazing human design readers out there. And I really do believe that you have to find like the person that resonates with you. And so it just kind of depends on, who matches your energy, which I'm, I know I tell people all the time, like, how do you feel about it? Like, if you want to work with me longer term or whatever that looks like, you have to make sure that that feels in alignment. So, um, so yeah, so I have tons of information on my website about my coaching programs. Yeah, I do one-on-one coaching for people who are just looking to get into alignment, which is really, it's centered around your human design, but also like brings in actually tons of the other modalities that we mentioned that make up human design and some of those other personality tests that I have found so helpful in my life. So it's really this holistic view at looking at um, how you're really designed. And that's why it's called the design of you. Like this is the design of who you are from human design and astrologically and based on all of these other tests. Let's see kind of what you, how you show up in a bunch of different ways. And then let's use these things to empower you to be the best person that you can so I do all sorts of work in that way I want to ask because I know that people might be questioning this if they wanted to get a relationship reading is do they need their chart and the person that they're with chart or is it just based on their chart completely so I I do two charts so if you just want to do a reading with me um so my one-on-one readings you can schedule directly that's like when it's just the two of us if you want to talk about someone else's chart without them being present that would be a um you can just add there's an option i think it's like 55 dollars to add someone else's chart and we'll spend an extra um like i think 15 minutes talking through it adds 15 minutes but we'll like break it up in half to talk about kind of both of your designs and if you wanted to do you with another person like i just did a session with a mom and her eight month old on monday um but i also do like relationship reading so if you want to do like you and if you want to do like you and your partner we would do then a you know session together with the two of us and they're like 90 minutes and we go over like how your relationships designed and it's really cool to look at relationships because you can see how certain energies fill in so like when two people are together their aura sort of overlay and so we look at how their energy works together okay well i want to end off with a couple of questions and then if you have time for rapid fire one question is how has human design impacted your life oh my goodness in every way imaginable i mean because i do it for a living of course so it's impacted every area of my life right um but i think like in relating this to anyone who's like curious about getting into human design or just like exploring their chart i would say the most helpful tool is that it really helped me give myself permission to be exactly who I am. Uh, I think that the society or the world that we grow up in, I think we're kind of always told to fit into certain boxes and learn a certain way. And, you know, growing up in the Midwest and now living in California, I think there's a lot of like differences in those regions and maybe the mindset in those regions and, and no hate, but I definitely feel like human design really helped me embrace that. Like I'm different and that I am like, I don't have to be the same way as everyone. And I can always, like I said, I, my incarnation crosses the left angle cross of defiance. Like I, it's okay that I defy the odds because I'm literally meant to. And, um, yeah. So I would say that has been the most helpful thing because there's pieces of myself that I always knew were true, but then actually like knowing that it's like literally ingrained in my soul was really powerful. Like my gate one is my conscious uh, son and my conscious son, that's a big 
flavor of your entire design and that gate is all about like unique self-expression and um it's all about like creativity and I've always been very creative and so I really loved learning that because it really helped me kind of embrace a lot about like how I show up in the world and and what I like to do and and yeah I'm just reminding myself that so human design really changed my life in that way and since when I started experimenting or getting in my human design journey of using my strategy and authority it also helped me it just helped me get into alignment helped me get rid of jobs that weren't great helped me beat depression helped me um, also beat a lot of anxiety it helped me um, get over a relationship that I was stuck on for a while it helped me um, you know remove friendships in my life that weren't meant to be in my life and then and then you know attract all the things that were meant for me so it's really amazing that once our energy is sort of in that aligned place everything else falls together and so that's how it's changed my life well i think based on that i might have an answer to this question but i'm gonna ask this is a question i ask all my guests is how do you ease the chaos in your attic and how would you encourage the listeners to ease their chaos Ooh, use the chaos in my attic to how to um ease ease the chaos ease okay yeah um well so much chaos uh i love by the way just like was scrolling through your instagram today and i was like i just love your like the whole concept of the chaos in the attic i think it's like one of the coolest things so so creative on your part i'm like dying to get into your design maybe we'll have to do a second recording of me giving you a reading that would be great that would be really cool. yeah yeah that way people can kind of get an insight into what it all entails but um gosh I would say that when I ease the chaos in my attic I it's got to be through creativity as I mentioned like I channel everything creatively and always have as a kid I would I was really good at drawing and I would you know always be in a pro like over in a corner doing my own thing whether that was like drawing painting reorganizing i literally i think twice my parents came home and i had a paint bucket that i found in our garage and i moved my furniture and i was like 10 and i was repainting my walls wow (laughs) like literally like that's just like what i've always done so and then i used to have a food blog on instagram it was called moon girls plate still there you can look it up um I love to cook, so like that's probably how I channel a lot of my chaos. And actually, if I'm cooking extensively in my kitchen, that means I'm avoiding something and I'm procrastinating, which like is so funny because I feel like people, a lot of times it takes them a lot to like get in the kitchen, but I'm like, nope, that's my, like, I'm avoiding everything. I want to zone out and I just need to like chop vegetables. Um, So yeah, so probably like, yeah, just anything creative, cooking, getting in canva and just like geeking out or like yeah just coming up with something in a new way that's how i ease my chaos in my attic and then what was the second part how would you encourage the listeners to ease their chaos well get a human design reading learn your design and see what's in alignment for you and really like it all comes down to two things like do what makes you happy do the things that brings you joy i always say that what's the thing that you can do when if you were to, what's the thing that you can do that literally everything else in the world just shuts off? That all of a sudden you look at the clock and you're like, how did time go by this fast? Like, what is that thing that immerses your soul and like you can just get so sucked into, which for me it's human design and cooking. Um, What are those things that like just time flies by? And like, yeah, so for me it's creativity, cooking and like human design and if you can find that thing then just keep doing that and that will always help you ease the chaos and will help you um do it in a a different way and more in alignment to who you are i love that yeah might not be cooking or (laughs) anything that i do but um you'll have to discover that for yourself i love that um do you have before we get into rapid fire do you have any like last notes that you want to share any messages that you feel called to share Mm, i intuitively something that's been coming up for me a lot recently is just 
the notion of like change and really that nothing changes if nothing changes. And I've felt reminded by that a lot recently. So that's something that I just want to share that if you feel stuck in life, that like you have to make a change. And if you keep having the same thing show up in your life in a different lens and the same problem or the same um, lesson, like it's not going to change unless you change your behavior. So nothing changes if nothing changes. And so I kind of like always love to remind people that, um, and that one intuitively has been like something coming up for me recently. So Same. I feel like I should share that. <laughs> well, I like Maybe that because someone needs, someone needs to hear it. Yeah, I need to hear that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Then. Um, okay, let's get into rapid fire. Do you Ooh, know excited. your sun, moon, and rising sign? Okay, so I'm a Scorpio sun, and I'm a Gemini moon, and I'm a Cancer rising. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite book or a book recommendation? Ooh. Um, I, yes, my favorite book is The Alchemist. Um, highly recommend The Alchemist. I'm blanking on the author. Wait, I'll, I'll look it up right now. The Alchemist I by have... Paulo Coelho. Yeah. <laughs> best book ever on purpose and destiny and as i like transition out of corporate america into doing human design full-time that is like that book has been close to my heart so favorite book of all time i agree i read it when i was 13 and i'm like i need to read it back again (laughs) bible bible yeah um do you have a random tip can literally be on anything hmm a life hack. Um, get your blood work done. <laughs> I like that. That's my random tip. Get your blood work done every year. I don't care how old you are. Get your blood work done. Get on the right supplements and just get your blood work done. I agree. And that's, that's something else that I'm doing soon. <laughs> so it's perfect. Okay. Um, mountain or sea? Sea. Okay. I love the ocean. A quote to live by. Um, okay, so I mentioned one already, but one that I live by literally constantly, it runs through my head probably every day is the next thing you're afraid to do is the indicator of the thing that you should do. So that means like if you, if there's something that you're not doing because you're maybe like afraid to because you're afraid of change or because it seems scary or it's something new do it because it'll be worth it in the end um and it's always like there's going to be growth or lessons or something really important that happens like on the other that. side so do what you're afraid to do <laughs> do you have a favorite animal or a spirit animal um I don't, and I'm so spiritual, and I feel like I should. I don't have, like, a something that always shows up for me, but lately I've been in my life joking as – we've been joking that I'm Snow White <laughs> <laughs> because in my apartment I've had this interaction with this butterfly over and over. We've saved 14 baby ducks from – the pool, like the pool in my apartment complex is right below my apartment. These baby ducks keep jumping in and then they can't get out and then they either drown or get sucked oh into the filter. God, so so I literally saved, we've, I say we because my boyfriend has had to help me because I can't get them by myself. I've saved 14 this year. Um, like the birds that fly into like on our patio, like I don't know what it is. I've had this weird thing with animals all year. I keep seeing blue jays. So um, yeah, I'm Snow White apparently in 2022. So no, I don't have a spirit animal, but yeah, my dog my- is a Frenchie and I love my Frenchie and that's like <laughs> my favorite thing on earth. So that's perfect. That was a very rapid fire, but that's my answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My answer is, I don't know. I like them all and Frenchies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good answer though. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite food? Super weird mashed potatoes. Okay. It's like it's comfort. If I'm having a bad day, like, give me a glass of red wine and mashed potatoes. It's so random, but I, like, yeah. it's everything to me. It's just, yeah, it's just good comfort <laughs> food. Soup, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you add to the world and what would you take away? Oh, God, do you have time? Um, just kidding. I'm not going to get into that. But what I would what I would add to the world is more joy 
like more it would be more of an energetic thing like the ability for people to really be purposeful and happy and like really do things that are like I just wish that there was more purpose in the world um which goes back to a lot of systematic things and if I could remove anything from the world it would be so many things um yeah I would I would remove just all of the negativity and the hate and the war I mean that's probably what everyone says but it's just it's really sad I would say to be where we are right now um been like honestly like I feel like we're in such like a historical time which I don't know that any of us really realize but if we could just all get back to our roots which it almost feels like the universe like in a more spiritual way is like forcing us back into the way that things were supposed to be um in a really weird way it's like breaking everything down actually human design says that this is supposed to happen uh another topic for another time but yeah so I would remove just all of the negativity because I think that just the hate in people's hearts leads to all the other stuff that happens. So yeah. more joy, less hate, get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> People need love <laughs> and community and let's all be there yeah. for each other because at the end of the day, like it's just life. Like let's have a good time. It's not so serious. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's sad, but yeah, I love that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, lastly is where can everyone find you, connect and work with you? Thedesignofyou.com, Instagram at the design of you. If you want to follow along personally, I'm at Leah McLeod. That's pretty much it. Um, and I kind of mentioned throughout some other, you know, things that are on my website, but everything's there. And yeah, I would love to have everyone in my community and I'm big in my DMs. I always see people who put in their bios like don't DM me, email me. And I'm like, DM me. I love chatting in the DMs and I will voice note the crap out of you like all day long. So it goes down in the DMs. <laughs> well, this was a great conversation. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. This has been so fun. And that's all for this episode on human design with Leah. I'm sure you found something insightful and you took something away. If you're not already typing away at your computer, trying to figure out what your chart is and how you can explore it more, because trust me, I know it is. It's a, it's a rabbit hole that you really do get stuck into. But yeah, I loved recording this episode so much and I learned so much from recording this episode with Leah because truly I feel like you can always learn something new even if you are a human design expert you're always going to find something informative something enlightening from any other human design coach or yeah expert anyways I would highly suggest that you go give Leah a follow on Instagram and connect and work with her because when I mean you can already hear it from this episode she absolutely loves the work she does she found her purpose in human design and I think that the way she uncovers and unravels this beautiful purpose of hers is just so beautiful and yeah I know that you're going to enjoy working with her if you do and her page is just so aesthetically pleasing to look at I literally say this at the beginning of the episode but truly like if you just need a simple breakdown of different aspects of human design just go look at her page because she simplifies things as well anyways I'm I'm dragging on right now so thank you so much to your precious ears for listening and goodbye